welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me in the studio today is Dr. Sarah Jane Camper. She is a doctor practicing at MedSouth in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Dr. Camper, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thanks for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, glad to be here. So today we're going to be talking about building healthy habits for children. Now, I've mentioned this off mic that I am not a dad, so I know very little about making sure habits are good for children to get into. So that's why you're here. <laughs> uh, before we go into that, uh, just I want to learn a little, little bit about you. Tell me where you're from. Tell me what you do. Tell me some of your hobbies. Just yeah. tell me about yourself. So I was born and raised in Milan, so not too far from Good Dyersburg. old Milan. Yeah, bulldog at heart. <laughs> um, and went to undergrad and medical school in Tennessee. Okay. Did my pediatric training in Chattanooga. Um, I'm glad to be kind of back home in West Tennessee. Yeah, sure. Um, starting up in Dyersburg. It's one of the new pediatricians coming in. Um, I have a dog. She's Amazing. She's lab. She's the best. Yeah. She's a little wild, but it's been fun. Awesome. So I have a few questions, general information about how to build healthy habits for your child. So the first one is, what is the 95210 campaign? I've never heard of that. So when you sent that in, I was like, it sounds like you're talking about Dr. 90210 kind of Yeah, it TV sounds show. like a zip code. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so it started as the 5210 campaign, and then they recently have added the 9 to it. Okay. So it stands for 9 hours of sleep at night, 5 fruits or vegetables every day, 2 hours or less of screen time, okay. 1 hour of physical activity, and 0 sugary drinks. It's kind of just a way to remember kind of the healthy goals you can set for your child every day beyond children that sounds like a good idea for everyone to follow. yeah no and it, making any habits in your child's life and you know making those healthy choices always works better if the whole family does it sure um so then they're kind of learning by seeing learning by being told mm-hmm. learning by doing that's amazing so can sleep really help kids be healthy yeah so a lot of studies have shown that kids who don't get enough sleep are typically overweight and so it has to do with the way our hormone cycles are anchored during sleep okay and so kids who don't sleep as much can feel more hungry and they can be more tired and irritable making sure they get enough sleep is going to help them make healthy choices and be less likely to be overweight, basically. Gotcha. Um, And the 9 to 10 hours that this mnemonic is talking about is really for kids age 6 to 18. So younger than that, they need even more sleep than that. And Hmm. it includes naps in the total sleep time. They don't have to be asleep for like 14 straight hours. I was about to ask you if that included naps or not. Do you have a recommended bedtime for children, or does that kind of vary depending on the family? So it really depends on the family. The AAP, American Academy of Pediatrics, had recommended moving back school times to mm-hmm. 8.30. Um, a lot of places, schools aren't able to do that for various reasons. And I know a lot of schools around here start at 8. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot really, in Jackson start at 7, yeah. which is insane to me. Yes, I cannot imagine being at no. school that early as no. a kid. but. <laughs> 
It really depends on the families. You know, if they have to catch the bus at 6 a.m. and you're trying to get them nine hours of sleep at night, oh, yeah. they need to go to bed earlier. But if they don't have to be anywhere until 8, you know, they can probably stay up a little bit later. It really depends on the family's schedule. Gotcha. What recommendations can you give to families whose kids don't like to eat fruits or vegetables? So the most important thing, I think, is making that fruit or vegetable available and an option. So kids, especially toddlers, it takes about six times of them seeing the fruit or vegetable to really know if they like it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, So reintroduction, even if they're like, no, I'm absolutely not going to eat that broccoli, offering it to them, you know, give it a week, offer it to them again is great. And then having it be fruits or vegetables that you as a parent eat. If you are like, I hate broccoli, don't try to make your kid eat broccoli. They're not, if they don't see you eating it, they're not going to eat it. Right. That makes sense. Um, And then having those family meals together where they see you, oh, mom is eating broccoli, so I can eat broccoli and it'll Mm -hmm. be fine. It helps. And then ways to kind of increase the number of fruits or vegetables your kid eat to get to that goal of five Mm -hmm. a day kind of going slow. So change out one snack a day. If after school every day they come home and have a bag of chips, change that out for carrot sticks and ranch or, you know, uh, apple or banana or something every day as a snack and then slowly increase so that maybe both their snacks every day are fruits or vegetables. Okay. And then adding, you know, make sure there's at least one vegetable on the plate at supper every day. It's kind of slowly increasing and changing that into a habit instead of an abrupt all at once, we're going to eat sure. five vegetables right here, right now at 3 p.m. Not leave until you get up. Right. Until you finish. Kind of right. Thing. So you go to Kroger or to Aldi and you see those like dehydrated bananas or the, um, I guess they would be dehydrated mangoes, like kind of like a little, look like chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you recommend those for kids? And I, I know they're, say they're made <clears throat> out of fruit. Are they healthy? So some of them can be healthy. Some of them have added sugar mm-hmm. to kind of caramelize them. Those, you don't really need the added sugar. Eating a fresh banana is easier and probably cheaper sure. than eating a bunch of caramelized, sugar-coated banana chips. Some right. of them that are just the fruit that's just been dehydrated, those are fine. Okay. It's I was just thinking, like, if my kid were wanting a bag of chips, but I could substitute chips for the dehydrated mangoes that have the texture of chips, that might be a... I could be way wrong in saying, I just don't know, because... Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a great idea. Um, A lot of kids, they make, like, carrot chips. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Having that to, like, dip in hummus or ranch or something Mm -hmm. is kind of a great step. Okay. Uh, So what about screen time? I know a lot of schools nowadays provide tablets or laptops or whatever for their students what would your recommendation be for screen time for those so the screen time recommendations and the physical activity recommendations kind of go hand in hand so that's the reason for the limited screen time okay is because kids are spending more time sitting or you know laying playing on a tablet or a computer playing video games on mm-hmm. their phone things like that and I know a lot of kids have to do work on a computer or tablet for school. Right. And so the goal is to limit the recreational time. So playing six hours of video games every day after school, not a healthy choice. Right. But um, doing your schoolwork at home obviously is different. So limiting the recreational time on tablets or any type of screen to two hours so that they have that time to do the one hour of physical activity every day. Okay. Basically. And then with screens in particular, you know, the blue light that 
just about every screen we have emits can mess with their sleep. So we recommend that they not have that blue light screen time at least two hours before they go to bed. Oh, okay. Um, so that it helps with the circadian rhythm and falling asleep a little bit easier so that when you're trying to put them to bed earlier so they can get their nine hours of sleep <laughs> to go to school, they aren't kind of fighting with that blue lights that they've just been on their tablet right up until bedtime. So what should kids be drinking? So the zero sugary drinks is sometimes tricky for parents, especially here in the South. Everybody loves their sweet tea. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, the Gatorade, sports drinks, juice even, sweet tea, Cokes, obviously, all of that, kids don't really need. It's just extra sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so ideally, kids would drink, you know, one or two glasses of milk a day, um, and then everything else would be water, basically. Okay. Um, and that's really hard switch for a lot of, especially the older kids who've, you know, got their drinks that they drink at school <laughs> and everything. Right. And so, again, like the vegetables, going slow is really the best way to kind of accomplish that. Um, don't cut out everything cold turkey. It sure. doesn't usually work. Right. But, you know, instead of Cokes, Try to get the water mix-ins that they sell at the store. Oh, the Mio or the... Yeah, Mio, Crystal Light makes some. Mm-hmm. Walmart brand has some that you just mix in with water. So the kids are like, I don't like the flavor of water. That's why I don't drink it. You know, that kind of eliminates that right. aspect. It makes it taste a little bit better for them. And so you've cut out the Cokes and then, you know, slowly kind of cut out the sports drinks unless we're at a sports game or something. Right. And then you know, cutting out the juice, except for maybe special occasions. You know, it's not a never thing. It's just not an everyday thing Right. Um, for all the sugary drinks. Okay. Well, Dr. Camper, this has been really great information to have. Uh, if you're living in Dyersburg and you need a pediatrician for your children, Dr. Camper is currently accepting new patients. And the phone number you can reach her at would be 731-287-4500, which is at MedSouth in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Dr. Camper, thanks so much for coming in today. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.